Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to Better. Um, this is a, an unusual episode of Better. We have all the Duffies here. I'm here with Julie Duffy, and George Duffy's joining us. George. Hey, it's good to be back. What did you say you were? The Thry host? The the um, third host. Third ho- third Thrust. co-host. Third co-host. Throw host. Throw host. We have a co-host and a throw host today. Um, so we are coming to you from the top of the world. We're coming to you from Iceland. That's why we have a little bit different equipment with us here. Yeah, so if it sounds different, we're, we're sitting in this the cutest, coziest little cabin. We can see the fjord water from here where we might just see a whale jump at any moment, which is why we're looking out and, um, yeah, we just want to say hey. Yeah. And the, the, between us and the fjord are, are, are sheep in a valley. And on the far side of the fjord is a mountain. So it's just all right. And yeah. actually, we're, there's, a, there's mountains behind us, too. Yep. There's actually True. a giant mountain. Right. So we're so, sandwiched. And we've seen some of the most incredible sights in three days. Yeah. And Iceland is a place I never really thought I'd go. And part of the point here is I, just thinking about my week last week, I didn't even have this trip all together in my sights. I, so, Julie, you didn't, George? No, (laughs) not at all. You weren't, you weren't picturing this. No, I was just kind of going through and then we flew here and then suddenly we were in Iceland. So isn't that interesting? Like You are welcome. Right. (laughs) So Julie, you've kind of been here for weeks or something, right? In my mind, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Julie tried to to give me this virtual tour and I find myself saying like, like resisting it somehow when we're home, right? I was kind of pointy about it. Well, I just wanted to show you. Yeah. You said you couldn't <laughs> picture where we're going. So I just wanted to show you a couple of videos about where we were going so that you could get excited about it. And it turns out like pictures of this cabin look exactly like this cabin. It's true. I should have gotten into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, what, one thing I'm learning and you guys chime in, I'm curious to see if you feel the same. I, I sometimes when we travel, uh, we get out of context and I just lose myself in the moment in a way that I don't when I am home. And we were talking about this on your podcast, George, like getting out of context, right? You did that when you went to Ireland. Right. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of trips where I, I don't feel like I can do that as well. Um, but this one, I feel like we have. What right? do you think the difference is? Like, I, I, I would agree with that. Well, first of all, it's, it's, it's a very unique vibe. Um, and one thing, one crazy, undeniable difference is that the sun doesn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right. It's daylight it all really the time here. It really does not go down. It supposedly goes down... Between like twelve forty five and three forty five a.m., but we'll post pictures. It literally does not do that. George, you're shaking your head. No, right? It doesn't. It, <laughs> I keep waking up in the middle of the night, and it's. I can't tell if it's ten a.m. or two a.m. Yeah. So, so every, <clears throat> every place we've stayed at Airbnbs, which has been great, um, but all different. We're in this amazing cabin. I think we said that right now, um, but. Everyone has blinds that cover the windows, so you can you can deal. But you wake up and you have no idea if it is right two a.m. or ten a.m. or you know what. So that's so, kind of, that's super weird. Right. So you're you're on an island, right? That's kind of contained halfway across the world. That's kind of contained. 
you're completely out of context. In a way, it's like, you know, for me, it's nice to know there's a lot of variables I can't control at all. And so I kind of just go with it in a way I don't ever do when I'm at home. And George, you bring up a good point. Like there are trips, many trips where I don't feel this loose and easy and carefree, but I feel completely carefree here. Yeah. And part of it is, part of it's getting out of the States. If I'm being honest, like part of it is getting away from the context of what's ordinary in terms of like what you eat, where you go, how people talk. Right. Right. I mean, because there's a whole different, like when you, in a different culture, you get this whole different sense of decorum. Like one thing we've noticed here is that people are quiet here. (laughs) And so we three who tend to be fairly loud have muted ourselves to a great degree. We have. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but, but it's been really curious because we've been in towns where we're the only ones making any sound at all, which is like kind of, which is really trippy and fascinating. But also you kind of, I was watching a guy, we were in a cafe today. Um, we've seen so many amazing sights, but this for me was one of the most amazing because I saw a man get up to refill <laughs> a cup of coffee. And so he got up slowly from his table, like a person might, and he walked slowly to the counter. This is a very small counter, restaurant. Very small restaurant. He's kind of watching out of the side of his eyes, watching the World Cup, which is playing on a TV in the cafe, and he slowly fills his coffee cup up out of a pot, and then he kind of eyeballs the cream for a second, and he pours a little bit of cream in, and he stirs it for a moment and he takes a little sip and he adds a little bit more cream and a little bit of sugar and he sips and he kind of gives a little nod and he slowly walks back to his table and sits down. The whole thing takes about two minutes, which if I were in Starbucks in our hometown and it took two minutes, I'd be like, Come on, what's going on in here? <laughs> Let's yeah, no, go. Right. That, that is one thing we, we notice that you notice with a lot of travel outside the U.S. is you have to reset your clock when you get to certain places because you realize you're we're so amp, much more amped up than a lot of people are. You know, you just want everything right now and, you know, where's the waiter and where's my beer and where's the food? And, and people are just so super chill and you realize, I mean, I feel like they actually have it right <laughs> to a and, great degree and we don't we probably have it a little bit wrong but we always have to make that switch um no but yeah so this town we stayed in last night the very tippy top of iceland literally the further furthest north we will probably ever be in our lives right isn't that the idea yeah this, right right yeah the sweet little town and on this fjord um that that was had this huge herring boom. Um, it was just then they're like probably they're isolated. I think nine months out of the year uh, Not, in the mm, winter they used to be they used very to be. like until like 2011 they built this tunnel through. But the guy said our our host said that nine months of the year they were just stuck. The roads there. in and out were were closed because of the snow. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's full of people of all ages and there's little restaurants and we went to this amazing little photo museum and this really amazing, we almost 
didn't go folk music museum where yeah. we met this guy who told us about a secret waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> And like that Which we may or may not share with you that was so brilliant and a and then we went to this little chocolate shop this woman studied in belgium i think chocolate making oh did yeah. you talk to her for or did you really i no, think no, the no, guy our, our in guy, the, our folk music the guy folk music that. guy told us oh. that she had studied in belgium and um yeah that was that was really cool and it just like there's something about just slowing your pace at least sometimes <laughs> that for me is like I, I can feel that I'm breathing differently than I breathe at home. Honestly, you know, like I feel so much more relaxed. And, and I'm wondering as I'm going like through these days, I'm like, why do we why do we move so fast all the time? Like, why do we talk so fast? And, you know, because the guy in the museum, he was so easy to be with. And he's just showing us these ancient stringed instruments and how they work. Um, yeah, and I feel like there's no... In all these towns we've been in, nobody's been talking about politics right. or, um, which I think is huge. Like I, we, I have no, know nothing about Iceland's politics. I don't know if they have a president or, or a just, king I don't think they have politics. or a dictator. <laughs> or, um, and then also in this little town we were in, it was kind of interesting because nobody was out. It, it supposedly had twelve hundred people. Um, but nobody was right. outside, really. It was just super quiet. And it kind of seemed like there were no laws or nobody cared where you drove or parked or <laughs> walked. Or you know, there were a lot of places that were like, can we walk here? Can we like go behind this place? And we were like, yeah, just who's going to stop us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And can we park right here? Yeah, who cares? Like, is this a one-way? Go ahead. I think I've seen two police officers, and this is on long. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah. Well, and, and, and one of them was this woman who we passed on the road, who was beaming. <laughs> she yeah. was smiling, which you know you just don't see that often. Wait, but, who who were we talking to that said was talking about? They've we've only had two prisoners here ever. Oh, yeah, oh in, in the uh, in the photography museum, oh, right. one of the guests there oh, from said that they're, they're, so they, he had talked to somebody in the town and they said there have been two crimes committed two here. Two crimes. <laughs> no, we walked in, so there was a place, it said, was it Opid? Opid? And it, which meant open, I could I could tell, and it was from, for like, from like two to five. And I said, I want to, I, what is that? I want to know what that is. It was this kind of ramshackle little place. So we had just been to, in this tiny town, this amazing herring museum, which is straight up amazing. And um, this lovely little folk music museum where this guy played, what was that thing? That that I think, well, it's like a lute. Lyre, a lute. A lute. Um, it's, a, it's an ancient instrument um, with uh, three strings, the first one he played. Um, and a bow, so he plucked it and bowed it. And that was, I mean, just, just he played for like a minute and a half, and it was the most beautiful, healing, like music. It was amazing. And then he's the guy that gave us all the inside scoopers on the town, which we, we had said driving in, we need to start talking to the people who live here. I want to know more about them. And he gave us some great tips. Um, he also shared like almost the poetry of how like music developed oh, over right. time, right? Because he talked about how um, somewhere in Asia, he said most most musical sensations 
move from from the Asian continent to the Middle East, to the Middle East, and then yeah. to the West. And um, he said that that they that this um, region had invented the bow, and somehow heard the twang and realized, oh, there's something we can do with that that mimics to a degree the human voice when we rub it, when well, we well, move so, it against right. the strings. Well, right. So, so we were like wondering, how do you? How did they? invent the bow or if they had this really rudimentary stringed instrument right where what where did they come up with the bow and then he was like oh probably they had the bow and arrow and someone accidentally pinged it and it made a, made a sound, made a sound. Made music made up yeah made a note so anyway but we just the, the day moved slowly enough with him that we got to learn that you know what i mean just like yeah. the, uh, normally I would look in that place and be like, ah, forget it, man. Let's move on. This looks too dead. Yeah, we yeah we just decided, hey, we're gonna do, we're gonna go into all these places. Oh, so yeah, so this chocolatier in this tiny town, we had chocolate that had a mixture of like blue cheese, yeah, and something in it that was amazing. What else? Uh, there was a, a one with lemon. There was one a coffee one. There were made. Some were made with local beer. Oh, oh yeah. right. And rum. Yeah. So and so we just sat and like tasted all these little sensations for a while. It was pretty cool. And and then, oh, so we go in this. So as we're leaving, I had mentioned there was this crummy, little, kind of crummy little building. It said OPID, O-P-I-D, right, from two to five. So I just wanted to go in there. And, and, and then it looked like it said gallery. So we walk in and it's basically... Kind of a gallery, but also just this woman's home. This woman, you know, with a apron on, and she's cooking soup and yeah. right at her yeah. stove. I think so. It smelled good. It smelled good, yeah. and she had a little this little room that had some art from. She said one of the best artists in Iceland. It was just amazing, right? I'm like, wow, she lives here. Yeah, and one of the nine was, best artists. And in there were all the yeah. they, everyone puts their shoes. Um, they don't wear their shoes in the house, so she had there were all these shoes by the door. So yeah, anyway. We're just we're out of context in in the best possible way, and I guess on the whole we recommend this. And just speaking for myself, and maybe this is something this is our takeaway. I, I intend to take some of the vibe I'm carrying right now home with me. You know, I wanna I wanna learn. I wanna take some lesson about the pace and the urgency. Um, I want I want to carry that with me. I want to learn something from these people I, who, you know, they're they're dressed for the weather. They're not dressed to impress. They're not moving fast. They're and and I think we get so wrapped up in the aesthetic and the speed that we we miss so much in our lives. You know, and um, and I find that I can um, just just as a side note, but maybe an important one. I find myself not just thinking more clearly here, but more creatively. Like I found myself like uh, crafting like song lyrics in my head and oh, yeah. ideas mm-hmm. for a, a new book. And, you know, because my mind is clear, you know, I'm not, it's not filled with clutter. I haven't been looking at my phone all day and, and it feels different, doesn't it, you guys? Yeah. 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 So, um, so maybe you you can pick up on the vibe here a little bit, um, even if you're stuck in context, and maybe you can step out of context a little bit in your mind, because that's what I intend to do when I get home. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The apartment we stayed in um, last night was so um, sparse and clean and lovely to be in, right? I was going to say, you mean in the best way, not in the in worst the way, right? In the best way. Yeah. Um, we have too much crap. Tidy, <laughs> like the kitchen in the bathroom. I couldn't have been possible. Actually, both places. Well, and all three. This this cabin too. Really clean and um, uncluttered, and um, you know, just I, I I love that vibe. I love that feeling, and I, I so I intend to go back and get rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we're gonna. We're but anyway, gonna I, I was inspired by that. By you know, you know, just um, only things that you need, and and not. A lot of extra crap. No superfluous stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, carry that vibe with you if you can. George, and, um, any, any, any final well, thoughts? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, we're in Iceland at kind of a cool time um, because it's the first time since 1947 that the Icelandic football team, soccer team, is in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, How are they doing so far, man? They So they they tied Argentina in their first game, which is... Crazy, uh, unheard of. That That's supposed not, to happen. That should right? not have happened. They should have lost that game. Um, so, so we were we were in our our first Airbnb, and we were trying to keep track of the time that it started, and we were trying to we were getting out, and we heard in the apartment above us, we heard cheering. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, I go! Realized, I realized what the cheering was, and I was like, oh, they just tied the game. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's been. Very cool, and there's a lot of Iceland spirit wear around um, that we've seen. Scarves mostly. Scarves. Yeah. Um, another one. One other thing is that uh, so all these Airbnbs we stayed in have had there's TVs in here, um, and there have been in all three of them. And from what I know, they're all disconnected. <laughs> and what 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 are um, our second. Airbnb host told us was that he was like, oh yeah, like it's disconnected. Nobody watches TV here in the summer. Um, that's pretty amazing. I mean, like I feel like well, it's because they are I, the winter. I think is so. Um, I mean, it's the pretty much the only time you can ever go outside <laughs> in Iceland, and it's still cold. Like it's it's chilly. Like it's bone chilling cold out but there right we, now today. But we did notice that. Um, the locals are a lot less covered up than we are. So to, the, to them, it's summer, Forties, fifties feels like amazing. We saw these people hanging out on their porch, right? Having yeah. beers, just wearing you know shirts. It's kind of like in in the Midwest when winter breaks, and it's like in the forties, the fifties, same. You know, yeah. you, sometimes you see people laying out in the sun. You know, when it's fifty eight degrees because they're just so sick of winter. Imagine that here, like times 10. So, so people are, um, out and about like when we left the restaurant last night, actually this amazing restaurant, it was 10 probably. Probably. Yeah. And three little boys rode their up on their bikes. I mean, little guys like seven, eight years old went in, asked for a glass of water and then went off on their way. Right. So they probably had no, there's no reason that there's no, um, probably curfew in the summer because there's well, there's no crime either. And there's, <laughs> right. no, and there's no darkness. <laughs> and no darkness, right? Yeah. So, wait, but briefly to George's point, we're making this longer than we probably intended yeah. to, but to George's point, not only are these TVs, not, so picture 
in any year of your life, picture two months where you simply do not watch TV, you know, like no matter what the circumstances, that is unusual, even though this is their summer. Also, looking around, you don't see people, like I don't see people looking at phones. Like I don't see heads down much at all. That is true. Right? So people are like paying attention and it's gorgeous here. Like every everywhere you look is a scene you don't want to yeah. miss. And every, you could around every easily corner. miss. Like, you know, literally like we took this six hour drive yesterday and every three minutes, George, who's sitting next to me in the front seat is like, oh my God. Like, it's like this new mountain range shows up out of nowhere. And, you know, if you're looking down, which we would be, I think maybe if we were home, you could easily miss it. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're not intending to miss it. So we hope you guys don't either. And this is better. This is the Duffies from Iceland, guys. Yeah. And uh, go Iceland in the World Cup. Yeah. Have a great week.